The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Hey everyone, it's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I, we get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. Hey, it's going to be your church and your turn up. So listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Ramsey. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between. Throwing it down on the Thursday night uh, throwdown. Justin Herbert and the Chargers get it done uh, this evening. Although, you know, we're using uh, getting it done kind of uh, yeah, a little bit loosely. And listen, as good as Justin Herbert is, and Justin Herbert is damn good, the Chargers have themselves a quarterback of the future. They've got themselves a franchise quarterback. You notice he does regress in the second halves of games. You know, like, that's not Anthony Lynn's fault that Justin Herbert fumbled on the goal line in overtime, for the love of God. Does anything ever come easy for the Charger organization? The answer is no, it does not. And the clock management, like, oh, the clock clock management, like, basically, like, Anthony Lynn, like, Anthony Lynn, like, you know, being a coach, and if Anthony Lynn gave classes and like, you know, at a, at a, at a football camp, all right, let's talk uh, clock management now. And he's talking to young coaches. Like, that's the exact same thing as me speaking to the uh, the Bodybuilders Association of America. All right, guys, listen, this is what we need to do with our, our, our training program. All right. I don't think we're hitting our, our pecs hard enough here. Like Anthony Lynn, like seriously. Like, Anthony Lynn is as clueless with a clock as Philip Rivers is with a condom. Um, I, I could go on. Like, you know, like, you know, like we, you know, like, we, we, we could go on. Like, I, you know, in fact, we, we don't want to go down uh, this road. And 30-27, um, <laughs> final score in this uh, football game here this evening. I guess we could say the same thing about Sean Camp, Evander Holyfield, uh, Cromarty, and a lot of other people. But, hey. There's nothing wrong with having a big family, all right? So Justin Herbert gets it done this evening. The game goes over the number. The Raiders are done. If the Raiders would have won tonight, they would have had a 29% chance of making the playoffs. Um, they didn't win, so now they got a 5% chance of making the playoffs. But the Raiders have been regressing, um, all right? So this, Teddy Covers is going to step up and in, and we're going to break it all down. We're going to talk about all these conference championship football games. But the Sun Belt... That's right, ULL and Coastal Carolina shut down. Shut down COVID. And in some bizarro twist, they're co-champions. Not really sure how Coastal Carolina is undefeated, ranked in the top 10, and beat Lafayette, and beat them. I don't understand why they're splitting things here, but college football's whack. Late night anger management class continues, bring it. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Have you written a book and need some insight into what comes next? Or are you passionate about cooking and want to know how to make it your career? Or maybe you just want to hear insider stories about the entertainment industry. Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. And on our podcast, Two Guys from Hollywood, we bring our expertise to the table with, of course, delicious cocktails and all kinds of recipes for you to try at home. So grab a drink and join us. We've got a wide range of celebrity guests and Hollywood insiders to discuss pop culture, publishing, and entertainment. And we'll provide you with an unfiltered and sometimes brutally honest show about Hollywood. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. Yeah, Mo, that team sure did suck last night. They just played sucked. Well, I've seen teams suck before, but they were the suckiest bunch of sucks that ever sucked. Late night anger management class, I'm Renzi. Teddy Covers is going to join us. We're going to run the gauntlet. We'll get into all these college football games, at least the ones that haven't been shut down yet. Uh, bad news. Bad news. Like, really, like, out of all the conference championship games to get shut down, this is the one that, like, kind of sucks. Like, I was looking forward to watching this one. ULL and Coastal Carolina. What a year that Coastal Carolina has had. And I was looking forward to taking uh, Coastal Carolina. Everybody was on ULL in this game. Everybody liked uh, ULL. I was going to ride uh, the Roosters. I was going to ride the Roosters uh, through uh, this game. And what I don't understand is... Basically, they split conference bylaw. You know, you can take your conference bylaw and, like, shove it, uh, you know, like, like, come on, conference bylaw? The hell are you guys talking about, conference bylaw? Like, in in what world does this make sense that, so ULL, like, listen, if ULL and Coastal Carolina had the exact same record and ULL and Coastal Carolina didn't play each other and they were playing in a championship game, and they don't get to play the game due to COVID, then I could understand them saying, all right, there's co-champions. Or better yet, how about you just wait and play the damn game in a week or two? But nevertheless, um, I can live with it. But you can't, I, they're, 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 dude, one of these teams is ranked in the top 10. The other one is not, <laughs> okay? Number one. Number two, Coastal Carolina beat them. They played each other. So what the hell are you talking about? All right. I don't want to sound like uh, like Al Bundy here, but this happened to me when I was a kid, actually. All right. I was in the city baseball uh, championships like we won our we won our our neighborhood and our league type thing, our our region of the city. So we won. We uh, we won our league. We won the championships. Uh, We won. Um, Then we went on. To like the uh, we went on to like the next like you know big time city championship type deal, all right, and we were damn good, and it was like a six game tournament, and we were five and zero, oh, 
All right, we were five and zero, and there was another team that was five and zero, and and we were supposed to play them on a Sunday. All right, like the turn we played on Saturday, we went to the final. Boom, we win again. Bam, we're supposed to play them on Sunday. It rained all day. All right. I remember like vividly being a kid and like flipping out, man. I didn't take it well. All right. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you. I swear to God, I remember, I remember my mother's boyfriend at the time <laughs> telling me, listen, all right, like uh, you know, in life there, you know, things things are gonna happen like this, you know, you'll be able to play, there'll be another game and all that type of stuff, which I didn't want to hear at the time. I was about to play for the city championship and it's rained out. I'm like, well. And 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 then I was like, well, it's all right, you know. So when are we playing? Are we playing tomorrow? When are we playing this game? And they're like, no, we're not playing the game. And then they told us we're not only not playing the game, that we lose because the other team scored more runs than us. The other team scored more runs than us. They were five and zero. Oh, we were five and zero. Oh, they scored more runs. Yeah, like that makes sense. Especially tell that to like an 11, 12 year old, right? I didn't take it too well at the time. I still feel jobbed. And in fact, it became a big controversy. We were in the newspaper and uh, we were crowned champions. Uh, it became like a big controversy in Bruja. You can sort of say I can sympathize. <laughs> it's the exact same thing, man. It's the exact same thing. So listen, we were going to cold call Cam Stewart right now, who Cam started off the night with a Hunter Henry 16 to 1. First touchdown of the game score prop, and there was no turning back. Uh, Cam was all over uh, the Chargers, and he over uh, tonight. Plus, he he nailed that 16 to one prop. So we decided to cold call him, but but I think that uh, he might have done too well tonight, and uh, maybe he's um, in, incapacitated. Is that the word we're looking for right now? What happened with Cam, uh, Mateus? Did it go right to voicemail? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. He, he probably is. He, he probably is. But he would. I know him well. He would be in a very good mood right now. He would answer. Hey, oh, yeah, is this it tonight? That's great. Whatever thing falls into place, isn't it? And he'd be in a very good mood. But like I said, I think things are going so well. I think things went so well. And things might be off the hook for him right now. <laughs> Anytime you hit first touchdown of the game, you know it's a party later that night. Yeah, well, Cam's the type of guy that might party after a game because he didn't do well or because he did do well, right? It could go either way. So, and Cam did very well. So, you know, I, I look forward. I'm pretty good at uh, reading Cam. And I'm also pretty good at uh, predicting the future of these Thursday night games. Unbelievable. Last Thursday, if you guys remember, the Rams and the Patriots. Guys, you imagine that? The Rams and the Patriots played last Thursday. Doesn't that game feel like if you said, when did the Rams play the Patriots? It'd be like, I don't know, uh, um, I don't know, three weeks ago? <laughs> no, it was last Thursday night. Like, no, it wasn't. Was it? Really? It's like, you know, really, it was last Thursday night. Like, think of it. It just it feels like it was forever ago. But, you know, we told you 31-3, it was 24-3, but we said it would be seven. Remember I said right before the game, jump in on the Rams in the first half here. Let's take the Rams in the first half. They're going to um, they're going to be winning 17-3 at the half. 
home. It was 17-3 at the half. Tonight, we said 30-27. Who's playing next Thursday? Because, um, you know, we're, we're in a zone here. And I'm not saying we're in a zone for every game. Um, but, of course, as soon as we start to uh, get into the Thursday groove, it's Christmas next week. These lazy, self-centered, spoiled millionaires. Always me, 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 me. How dare they not play on Christmas Eve? Come on, man. What the hell's wrong with you people? What the hell's wrong with you people? I think Christmas Day is actually stacked, isn't it, with sports. We got, we've, we've got like a ton of stuff. We've got a ton of stuff. And I understand the raging redhead Cam Stewart's putting some clothes on right now. Um, you know, we should tell Cam, listen, you don't need to worry about your appearance. I think he... Uh, I think he needs a couple of minutes to freshen up, but the raging redhead Cam Stewart's going to check in. And listen, well, you know, we just we just wanted to congratulate him. I wanted to uh, hear some of his uh, his happiness. Uh, but we got Teddy Covers stepping up and in as well. <clears throat> so hey, worlds will collide. Cam and Teddy haven't spoken to each other in a long time. So uh, this uh, things will get um, uh, things will get uh, interesting. So there's no Thursday night game. Um, next week, but there is a Christmas day, a Christmas night game, Vikings and the Saints. Oh, it's not bad. And of course, we got a full slate of NBA basketball as well, except I'm banning basketball until uh, it starts. No more preseason bets for me, and uh, college basketball, I'm ignoring. Sorry. I can't do this. I can't do this. I'm going to have to fight my way through this college basketball. I'm going to have to fight my way through this thing. But the thing is, we're entering into a stage where there's football every day right now for like the next three weeks or whatever, right? So, um, and football is going to be over. There's going to be a lot of time for basketball. I don't need to force basketball bets, but I'm not going to completely ignore college basketball. But focusing in on the football has been working for us. We had a train wreck of a night last night, and we got it back tonight. That's why I'm in a better mood. Last night was a disaster. And tonight we got it back. But the thing is, I knew we'd get it back tonight. And I like the NFL. You know, there's much more. The NFL is a better stock to invest in than CONCACAF, MLS, Honduras, soccer. All right, I'm just saying. And it's a better stock to invest in than 17-year-old kids playing college basketball in an empty arena. Teddy Covers going to step up and in. The Raging Redhead at the full house. Howard Balzer. Mike Blewett. Late night anger management class continues. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hey, everyone. It's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. I'm still on my own journey, but I want to be transparent with you because as I was posting all the highlights of my life on social media, I was breaking down. 
And too many people fall victim to the picture-perfect image of the high life. So I created a space to discuss the good and the bad. We can laugh, man. We, we gonna learn. And most of all, I hope to inspire you to go on this journey with me to better mental health. This is gonna be your church, your turn up, and everything in between. So join me on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, a safe space for every kind of person. Listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My name's Bobby and I am an addict. Hey, Bobby. You know, you folks aren't here because you're gamblers. You are here because you are terrible gamblers. Hey, Bobby. These folks don't need to stop doing what they're doing. They just need to get better at it. Terrible gamblers. Settle down, Bobby. Who are you talking to, Bobby? Who are you talking to? Terrible. Terrible gamblers don't pick the first touchdown of the game. It's 16 to 1. Like the raging redhead Cam Stewart, who we figured we'd just check in. We just check in, and we've got a special guest, uh, of course, this evening. Not just the raging redhead Cam Stewart, but before we uh, send it to the West Coast, uh, to the desert, let's bring the raging redhead Cam Stewart in. What's up, Cam? What's happening, Marenzi? Yeah, it's a great night, buddy. I can't tell you. Like, usually when I go to see uh, my mom and dad in the morning after a beatdown, they could tell, like, you know what I mean? Because I usually have to do chores and stuff for them. But, man, I took out a nice big chunk out of the account tonight with the touchdown, you know? And there's still money in there to play with for those uh, championship college games tomorrow. Man, I am loving life. What a night, Marenzi. You hit you hit the score. We hit the 16-1. to 1. We hit money line chargers spread almost every single prop except for uh, my my Bellage pick. My Bellage pick uh, fell a little bit short, but other than that, man, what a night. I wish every night was like this and we'd be living on a golf course. My <laughs> yeah, dream. You know what? You wish every night was like this. And I said earlier, it's amazing. It's hard to build an account up, but it's easy to tear it apart. And we made some big mistakes last night. We got sloppy, sloppy poppy, yep. MLS conquer crap. Um, but, you know, NBA preseason, college basketball. What the hell are we doing? But I'm in a good mood because we got it all back tonight. We told you Chargers going to win this game outright. We told you they're going to win 30 to 27. The game goes over the number. I want to thank Marcus Mariota for not sucking and making the game stay under because if any other backup could have come in and it could have gotten ugly. Let's bring in right now to see. We're feeling really good. It's all hey, we're partying here. It's Christmas time. Let's bring in the Grinch right now. Teddy the Grinch. <laughs> Why'd you bet that? What's up, Teddy? <laughs> Teddy. Yeah. I don't know why you, what you guys are so happy about. You know, one winner, all of a sudden everything's going great, you know. I told you. Making up for what you lost last night. Hey, settle down, Teddy. Yeah, hey, hey, hey. I told you. Hey, see, this guy, this guy won't even let us live it, Baratzi. How you doing, Teddy? What's up, buddy? <laughs> I'm just having fun, boys. How are you? Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas, man. Same to you. Same to you. I figured, listen, you, Cam, and Teddy, you guys haven't been on together in a little while. Uh, right? So I thought uh, we just cold call Cam. Cam had picked. Uh, we were on before the game, Teddy. And, uh, you know, we're on all the time, but we were on before the game. And uh, Cam picked Henry to score the first touchdown of the game at 16-1. to 1. Uh, So it was nice to get it going. And I uh, had the Chargers and the over. I even thought the Chargers were going to win, like, outright. So I took them to win by minus two and a half. And, like, uh, we hit Herbert over one and a half touchdown passes. So it was a nice night. But 
you know what, Teddy? All kidding aside, you are right. And for me personally, I'm mad right now because I'm like, man, and this is a lesson, guys. I'm just mad at myself because I expect to do well, Teddy. I thought we were going to do well in this NFL game. And my account should be higher as opposed to me chasing NBA preseason and MLS CONCACAF tournament bets I made last night, Teddy. I got sloppy. I paid for it. I got to get back on track. Well, I mean, the, the good news is that you did get back on track. But, you know, Cam made an interesting point right there. He's like, look, I wish every night was like this. <laughs> and I'm wondering, like, how long would it take if every night was like this, where you just win all your bets and everything goes the way it's supposed to, and it's an exciting game and it comes down to the wire and boom, there comes the over, no doubt about it, you know. Uh, I mean, how many days or weeks or months of winning all of those would it take before you got sick of it? You know, Teddy, it's funny. You would figure never, right? Hmm. Teddy, have you seen are you, are you a Twilight Zone watcher, Teddy? You like the old Twilight Zones? Uh, sure, sure, sure. All right, but listen. That's what we're referencing. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know the songs? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but listen, Cam, and Cam, let me ask you. So would you ever yeah. get tired of winning every night, Cam? Every night. If I told you the next 10 nights, the next 10 years of your life, every night for 10 years, you're going to win every bet. Like every night, every time it's a bam, boom, we win again, right? You'd say, hey, nothing wrong with that. Now, Teddy's right, though. The part of winning is you got to know the feeling of losing, and we know the feeling of losing. We know the feeling of building a house and watching the house be torn down brick by brick by Australian horse racing, Honduran soccer, cricket, all these things, you know, ladies golf, anything that's on, Gabe. See, like right now, I'm having a fight with myself. The devil's saying... Congratulate, Gambler gave me a little taste uh, tonight. I'm watching the TV, and what's back? I had a big night with Australian horse racing, stay and away. it's staring me right in the face. I know, I know. I'm <laughs> Teddy's right, though. You know what? If we won every day, the feeling wouldn't be as good. Sometimes when you get pummeled, then you win. That's the true feeling. If you win all the time, it. it's not this the is, same. This is the story of the Twilight Zone. Great episode. This guy gets shot. He's robbing. He's robbing people. He's a low light dirt ball and stuff. He's pushing his girlfriend around. He gets shot. Next thing you know, he's in a hotel room. There's a guy in a white suit. Guy says to him, "Uh, you know what? I'm going to take care of all your needs from now on. He goes, tell me, what do you want? And he goes, am I in heaven? And he goes, well, I'll give you whatever you want. He goes, what do you want? And he goes, I want to win. I want to go to the casino. Literally, Teddy, literally the story. Great Twilight Zone. He goes, I want to win every yeah. night. He goes, I want money. I'm going to go to the casino. And he goes, I want 12 beautiful dames every night and at my beck and call. And they never leave. And he says this. They never leave. He goes, I want 12 hot chicks that never leave me. Because the hot girl left him. I want 12 of the girls that never leave me. I want to win every night. After uh, a little while, he's at the casino, and he's sitting there, and he's like, yeah, yeah, I guess I won again, right? Yeah, yeah, I won again. Yeah, yeah, I won again. And the girls are all <laughs> giggling. He's like, did you get away from me? He goes, enough, enough, right? I've had enough, right? And he sees the guy in the white suit again, and he goes, listen, can I ask you something? He goes, you said I can get whatever I want, right? He goes, I got too many of these girls around, and he goes, he goes, I know this is crazy to tell you this, but 
He goes, without losing, I don't get the same thrill of winning. He goes, it's just not the same. And the guy goes, I'm sorry, I can't help you. You ask to win all the time. And he goes, I thought you said, you know, I, you got what I want. Isn't this heaven? And then Buddy drops it. Who said this was heaven? And then the horns come out. <laughs> he starts laughing. And the horns come out, right? Be careful what you wish for, Teddy, right? <laughs> no doubt. You know, you got and then you got to taste losing. Uh, to know the, the the joy of winning, and that's the truth of it. All right, great, great stuff. So, yeah, you know, Kevin, I'd say just dabble in the ponies, but you don't want, I don't want to hear the yeah. story tomorrow that, oh, I lost 300 bucks, and uh, I got carried away, I lost 300 bucks on the track. Yeah, I'm watching uh, uh, Race 4B at Goldburn, taking a shot with number five, General Soleil, meaning Sun, uh, the Sun Man. Yeah, I like uh, the connections here. What's he going off at five to one, Gabe? Little little sprinkles, right? But uh, you said it. I got to show discipline tonight because when you're in these moods, I'm going to stay away from the alcohol too because once I get fired up on a couple drinks, click, 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 click. Don't need to do that tonight. Sounds like the words of a disciplined man, Teddy, huh? I like how. <laughs> and thank you, thank you, Cam, for um, thank, uh, uh, very. Who else gives horse picks in the middle of the night, as well as uh, translations? I like how you said General Soleil. You said that means the sun. I like how you let everyone know what Soleil means. The sun. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you win. You even got smarter. Uh, you're breaking yes. down when, 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 when <laughs> General Soleil, which means the sun. Yeah, that's good. Uh, that's uh, that's that's real good stuff. Okay, so as long as you're here, Cam, for a couple of more minutes, you're free to hang out as long as you want. But we got Teddy here. Let's jump right in. Teddy, MAC Championship. The Buffalo Bulls have been rolling, people. Uh, Ball State, though, have only lost one game this year. I'm liking the over. No weather. Uh, Ford Field indoors. Should be some points in this game. What's your take on the MAC game? Yeah, I certainly wouldn't talk you out of the over in that game. I mean, if Buffalo is going to run the football, they're going to run against everybody. They're going to run it against Ball State, and I don't think Ball State can stop them. You know, so I, I do believe the Bulls are going to get theirs. <laughs> you know what I mean? And and it's just a matter of how quickly and how many big runs they rip off. I mean, Patterson's having a heck of a year, uh, as you well know, uh, running the football. Uh, how many big runs did he rip off? How quickly did he get in the end zone? But, you know, you talk about a team that scored at least a 42 in every ball game this year, and I'm not convinced that Ball State's defense is good enough to get stops, uh, certainly not consistently. Uh, that being said, you know, Ball State's been a feisty little squad. I like the quarterback squad. They can chuck the football around a little bit. Uh, and, you know, they're one of these, not worst to first stories, but when, when you think about where this program was two, three years ago to where they are right now, uh, I mean, Ball State's made uh, their uh, – but are, are they glad to be here? Maybe. You know, uh, that certainly reflects in the number. Uh, wouldn't talk you out of the over. That's that, that's really the only way I would bet this. Cam? Yeah, teasers in college football usually don't end up well, but taking Buffalo down to a touchdown and over 60-and-a-half, this is the thing. Buffalo's got a real offensive line. The Patterson kid, like, they got a couple potential NFL players on that team. Uh, and Ball State, Teddy's right. They're, they're scrappy. Their offense is good. But the problem is they get pounded against the run, and that's what Buffalo does well. Like, it's basically a street fight, men versus boys on the line. So Buffalo can dictate it. I think over time, Gabe, Ball State might hang, and then Buffalo will eventually wear them down just like a battering ram. Poof, poof, poof. 
all day, and then they'll eventually tap out. I like Buffalo. I know it's a huge number. I think they win this game probably by like 17 to 21. I think they cover. Well, we're taking a break uh, here, but I look forward to Teddy Covers. Teddy Covers, the Pac-12 guru who warned me last week about the Colorado Buffaloes. See what Teddy says about the Pac-12 championship. A raging redhead, Cam Stewart. Right, hang on for a second, Cam. We'll wrap up with you on the other side. You can give, uh, give the degenerates a late-night uh, horse pick here. <laughs> late-night anger management class continues. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to a different kind of sports talk. We're not just talking about sports, but talk about sports you can use. Get the winning edge. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. You want some of this, don't you? Yeah! Well, you need to know the winner. And I know the winner. So call me now. Whoa! $5 for the first minute, $2 for each additional minute. You have reached the coach's hot line. Line. Yeah, lay it on me, coach. In the game of my MA mm-hmm. versus in Cincinnati. Sin. Cincinnati. Not Cincinnati. Come on, come on. Don't you realize this is costing me money? Late night anger management class continues. Teddy Covers, wager talk in the house, sportsmemo.com. The great Teddy Covers, the legendary Cam Stewart to kick with us. Big night uh, tonight. Los Angeles gets it done. And I know, I should have known it's going to be a good day today, Cam, as I'm holding up my Dodgers jersey. I got it today. Uh, I ordered this the night they won. I got the Dodgers jersey. Wanted Kershaw, but it was sold out. So I ended up getting a Betts. I really prefer, like, no names on the back. But, yeah, they won the World Series. But what I love about the jersey, love the World Series patch. The World Series patch, uh, baby, on it. World Series champions, Los Angeles Dodgers. Very nice and uh, thin, too. Nike makes a nice baseball jersey. Very, uh, It's going to be nice and uh, cool, uh, in, cool in the summertime. So, yeah, big, big day. We get our Dodger jersey. We cash our uh, our Charger tickets. Life's good, and even Teddy Covers can't ruin that. Teddy Covers kicking it with a... <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Teddy. Oh, Love you. Yeah, don't you worry. I'll find a way to ruin it, Marenzi. We're not done uh, yet. I know, I know. Well, time's <laughs> flying by here, so let's get down to business. Great call, though, Teddy. You wore me uh, last week, I remember. I did lose. I took uh, Colorado. Utah kicked the crap out of them. I did hit USC, and USC was never in doubt. They killed UCLA last week. Uh, that was a lot. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah, it was never in doubt, Teddy. I think what that was the only time they led in the game, wasn't it? <laughs> At the end. And and to cover, let alone, you know, I mean, everybody I in the world I is know. thinking USC is going to run the ball up the middle three times oh, and kick the game field goal and win by one. And all of a sudden he's, he's throwing to the end zone and you're like, oh my God, the Trojans are going to cover. And you start dancing around for a minute. Yeah, yeah, it was one of those, Cam, it was so. crazy. They didn't need to throw it. I, when, when Slow was dropped back, I'm like, what the hell? Oh my God! Yeah, uh, but it was it was ballsy. It, you know, I, I was telling people last uh, earlier in the week, Teddy. I was talking, giving them a lesson. Remember the uh, Brian Sight pass, the mistake by the lake against the Raiders, fourteen twelve in the playoffs. They there was no need for sure. that. They could have kicked a field goal, Cam. The Browns in the playoffs in like nineteen eighty and uh, eighty one, and uh, they 
for some reason, they threw the ball. All they need to do is kick a field goal. They're on the 13-yard line. The Cleveland Browns, they could have went to the Super Bowl. They're on the 13-yard line. And for whatever reason, they throw the ball, and it got intercepted by the Raiders in the end zone. So, yeah, cra crazy things uh, cra crazy things happen out there. All right, so Pac-12, USC, can they do it again, Teddy? What do you make of uh, the, 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 the number, the opposition change? We'll get Cam's takes before Cam rides off into the night. So I was reading on the Oregon side of the equation uh, from, from uh, a quote from Joe Moorhead, the offensive coordinator, talking about the switch of opponents. And he's like, yeah, we had these guys. We had a game plan all set up for Colorado in the morning. And then uh, we went home and watched a couple hours with the film and then came back in and installed a new game plan for USC in the afternoon. You know, <laughs> it was pretty – the Moorhead's a bright guy. <laughs> But it was pretty, you know, out of left field. They weren't expected it. And it's not like Oregon is in good form. It's not like Oregon's played winning football. It's not like Oregon's been cashing bets for their backers. And yet, only three-point dogs. There's no respect for this U.S. team, uh, for this U.S. team in the betting marketplace right now, Gabe. There really isn't. And all they have is a quarterback in Slovis who, what, 14 touchdowns, zero interceptions in the fourth quarter this year. They have three come-from-behind wins. They have every bit as much talent and speed as Oregon, and they're better, actually better than that team. If I'm playing, I'm laying. I only want USC. A raging redhead, Cam Stewart. What do you say, Cam? Yeah, no, not. We just hit another one at Rockhampton. Meatball at oh. four to one comes in for us. Meatball. meatball. Sorry, I would have gave it. I would have oh. gave away the meatball during the break, but we got cut off. Meatball gets it done. I love horse racing from Australia. I'm on. I'm say I'm doing it with you and covers, man. Screw the Oregon Ducks. I told you I was on Oregon State the time they beat them outright. These guys have shown nothing all year against any type of opposition. Teddy's right though. That line's weird. And usually, Gabe, you know me. When I get weird lines, I usually go with, with that. But I just can't back Oregon. I know Crystal Ball got the extension. I really don't care. I think uh, USC, you talked about it. I was on UCLA that night, and that was a, that, that was a tough beat. Uh, would have been a really nice uh, parlay to hit. But I'm going to tell you, I think USC is going to take out frustrations on Oregon. They should win this game by, uh, I'm thinking, 10 to 13 points. I, I'm surprised the line's not like four and a half. Uh, but uh, anyway, hey, it is what it is, as Teddy said. They're not getting any respect, and I'm going to take the Trojans. I got no faith in the Ducks. Cam hits the meatball. Reminds me when we hit uh, the horse fireball at the Meadowlands that night. That was Super Bowl weekend. Yeah. And we hit fireball, yeah, fireball on a Saturday night. And then we drank fireballs because uh, we won. <laughs> Remember the guy? We met the guy Brian in New Jersey. We, we bet on a horse fireball. Then we drank fireballs. Or I don't know. I think we were drinking fireballs. And then we saw there was a horse named fireball. Either way, yes. it was a winner. Listen, the, the number never moved all week, guys. I thought it was curious, Teddy. Northwestern. And Ohio State, it was 20 and a half. All we finally a little movement here down to 19 and a half. 56 and a half is the total right now. Big Big Ten championship game. So, I mean, I don't know that I'm going to bet it, you know. But yeah, if I was going to bet it, I could, I, I could only take Northwestern in this game. We've seen what happens when Fields goes up against a good defense. You watch it. I he's only faced one all year, the Indiana game. All right, and he threw three picks, and he looked lost for extended stretches. And Northwestern's defense is real. Remember, last year Northwestern got wiped out by that team. Was it fifty-two to three? You know, uh, the Fitzgerald's playing the no respect card. I've been impressed again and again with what Northwestern's been able to do defensively this year, and I would not be surprised if they hang around 
for a long time in this game. North, and, and if you're playing Northwestern, you're playing the under. Because, uh, you know, if Ohio State gets to 40, uh, Northwestern ain't covering this game. So uh, it's, it's pretty much that simple. Uh, you know, Ramsey's not going to march him up, um, up and down the field against uh, the Buckeyes defense. But I wouldn't be surprised if Northwestern slows him down a little bit and, and, and keeps this the score in the uh, manageable range. Cam, I don't think your arm needs twisting to take the underdog here. No, it doesn't. Uh, I've been impressed with Northwestern other than the hiccup against Michigan State. One thing that Ohio State can't do, I, I still see weakness in their secondary. Teddy's also right about fields. I think against this defense, it's not going to come as easy. Ohio State's got the better athletes, but Northwestern can hang. I see them losing like a 10-13 to 13 point game and covering, and uh, he's right. It's correlated to the under. I think the defenses show up, and Northwestern will be right in the game, I think, till very, very late. So, yeah, the twist. Uh, you don't have to twist my arm. It's the big dog for me. Give me the wor- Northwestern wild. Wildcats, baby. Wow, wow. Teddy, one of the more intriguing games to me that sucks, I will get your guys' take on that. And Cam, uh, I want your, I look forward to your opinion on this too, is the uh, ULL and Coastal Carolina canceled. That sucks. Yep. And I don't know why they're splitting. They're co-conference champions somehow. Coastal Carolina beat them. Like, it's the stupidest thing ever, but nevertheless. But Oklahoma and Iowa State, like, if you told me which game do I want to watch the most, like Northwestern, Ohio State, Oklahoma, Iowa State. Um, um, you know, we've got uh, the Tulsa, Cincinnati. That's a cool – or Clemson, Notre Dame. I'm just saying, I look forward to this game, this Big 12 championship game. And, Teddy, real tough. Hard to beat Oklahoma twice in the same year. Sooners are playing great football. They haven't lost since this game. Yet, Matt Campbell does a great job with this team. And great great team, scrappy team, getting five and a half points. This is a This is a tough handicap to me, this game. It's really tough. To me, it's the easiest game on the board. So I'm like, it couldn't be simpler. I'm not betting against Iowa State, and I'm not betting against Oklahoma. Okay, so it's, an, it's the easiest <laughs> yeah. pass on the board. And when it, even the total, I'm not interested. Because I ain't playing Iowa State over in a game where I'm not betting against them. All right? And I ain't playing Oklahoma under in a game where I'm not playing against them. You know? <laughs> I mean, in theory... Oklahoma could be marching the ball up and down the field. Rattler's been impressive. Boy, their receivers are good. You know, uh, they, they hang 30 on Iowa State the first time, you know, and, and they haven't scored less than that. Other than that game against Baylor. But that was kind of a weird game. Uh, but, I mean, since that time, the offense has gotten better, let's put it this way, than where it was uh, in early October. But it's an Iowa State team that, A, Iowa State's their chance of getting the BCS money. You know, it's good for the conference if Iowa State wins the game. Uh, and B, it's like, you know, that team catching points is like Northwestern catching points. They've been really good for a long time. Um, hard game. I won't play it. Cam? Uh, Iowa State's been good to me this year, Gabe, but I lean Oklahoma. Uh, I agree. Rattler's getting better every week. Oklahoma has the athletes. They've really turned it up. Ever since the first couple games of the season, they've just been getting better and better. The only problem is Iowa State, I've got to give Brock Purdy a lot of credit. He's been a good quarterback, and the one thing Ohio, Iowa State does well is they, they just punish you with great tight end play. They're great athletes, good blockers, good catchers. They do everything very, very well, well coached with Campbell, but I think Oklahoma State, you want to talk athlete versus athlete, they're better. I think they probably squeak out a seven or eight point win, cover the five and a half. Boomer Sooner with Lisa on this one, so I'm uh, I'm rocking Oklahoma, Gabe. Uh, I like the Sooners as well, but it's a tough handicap. Don't love it. It's but, a tough uh, game. This is the, not a conference championship game, Teddy. But I look forward to your opinion on this. Air Force and Army talk about like kind of a letdown spot. And I know, listen, they're military academy kids and they're tough as hell. But with that being stated, you know 
the Army-Navy game is normally the last game of the year, right? So now they've got to dig down deep and get an Air Force team that, quite frankly, you know, it's probably better than they are rolling in here. I know it's a low total at 37 and a half, but I'm not getting in front of it. I cashed the under last week. Uh, now 37, 9 and 1 to the under uh, since uh, 2005 with military academy teams playing each other. Air Force, give me Air Force in the under, Teddy. What's your take on the Flyboys? That's the only way to play it, brother. Air Force in the under. And it's nothing to do with the letdown, okay? This is for the commander in chief trophy. All right. Army's not letting down this week. They're playing with every ounce of energy that they have. But Air Force has a defense that you're not going to – I mean, first to three might win this game. This is going to look a lot like last week's game, okay? <laughs> Neither offense is primed to work in this game. I trust Air Force's defense more. Uh, with that Army had, what, 90 rushing yards against them last year for the game. And when Army gets 90 rushing yards, it's bad, you know. And, and I mean, literally, I, I, I was facetious first to three. But first to 17 wins this game. Uh, I like the under, and I can only play Air Force. Commander-in-Chief trophy on the line, Cam. Who you got? Give me Air Force. Yeah, Air Force. Yeah, I like Air Force, too. I like the Falcons in this spot. Teddy's right. Like, you look at a total at 37, it makes your head spin. I think the final score is going to be somewhere around, like, 16 to 10, like something like 19. Yeah, it's it's going to be, like, high 20s. That's kind of where I'm thinking. I don't see uh, both offenses, I think, are going to struggle in this game, but Air Force will find a way to get it done. Low spread at 2.5. Hey, if you want to take the money line at a buck 40, be my guest. But I'll take the Falcons in this spot. I think they're a little bit better. I'm going to keep riding the under. Um, we got Clemson, Notre Dame. Everyone talks about that game, but Boise State, San Jose State. You're you're in Vegas, uh, Mountain West country. Your impression on on the Spartans uh, playing in Vegas? We got 30 seconds actually only, but man, uh, well, you want to talk about a scrappy team? You want to talk about a team with heart? Cam, we're talking about the San Jose State Spartans. These guys flying around the country. They've lost their home. Uh, everyone doubts them every week. Last week they're down big, double digits to Nevada. They come back. They win the game outright. Now they get Boise. Can they do it one more time? One more time, as Daft Punk once stated. All right, man, this hour's just flown by. Hang in here, Cam and Teddy. We've got a couple of minutes, and uh, we'll say goodbye to Teddy one last time in 2020. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. All right, we're at a three-minute warning level one. Howard Balzer, Sports Illustrated, is going to step up and join us. Uh, Mike Blewett will join us later on as well. Oh, man, so much stuff. So I'm going to talk fast and go rapid fire. Great point by Sooner Lisa. Uh, nobody knows the Sooner program as well as she does, Teddy and Cam. And she raised a great point. Says Sooner players uh, feel snubbed by the Big 12 uh, Conference Awards, too. Uh, players, just a little added incentive for the Sooners coming in here with a chip on their shoulder. I think people, you know, sort of, I think they think people have forgotten about them, but. Uh, San Jose State, Teddy, can they answer the call one last? Can they do it again? Can they can they dig down deep and do it again? So Boise's pretty good. All right. But if you want me to have one vote for coach of the year, it's going to Brennan at San Jose State. Okay. A guy who's got no love from anybody. And you want to talk a little feisty team that could. You want to talk a defense that's overachieving every week. I think the under might be the best bet in that ballgame. Sorry, you said quick hitter. 
Can they do it again? I worry about them scoring. I think under is probably the better bet. Uh, Tulsa, Cincinnati, uh, Teddy. That's another hard game. And you talk about games I'm looking forward to. Uh, this one could be a lot of fun. I'm not betting against the Bearcats. The Bearcats are a mission team, and they've just destroyed teams all year. And Tulsa's kind of been living on uh, smoke and mirrors for some time. I, I guess Cincy, but, boy, it's hard to lay two touchdowns against Tulsa, isn't it? Uh, it is Cam, Tulsa, Cincinnati. I like the Bearcats to roll them. I think they're absolutely going to murder them. I know that spread's huge, but I think they win that game by, like, 24. I think they are, too. I think Tulsa's luck is going to run out. <laughs> NFL. Yeah. Teddy, we got about a minute. Uh, what, what are you? 30 seconds, Teddy. Colts, uh, not Colts, Chiefs and Saints. Hell of a game. Uh, what, 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 short number here. Give me the Chiefs. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, KC, they haven't covered five. You know, they're 5-0 and straight up, 0-5 against the spread their last five. The betting bandwagon's gone. All of a sudden, they look pretty cheap to back in a game like this. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Daddy, we'll catch you in the new year. I look forward to it, guys. Enjoy. Take care, Daddy. We'll catch you tomorrow, Cam. May the winners be you. You got it, Gabe. The pony. You got it. Build digital first customer relationships with Salesforce Digital 360. Connect every marketing, commerce, and digital experience on a single platform. Innovate fast with easy-to-launch sites, campaigns, and apps. That's more relationships, more revenue, more return, and more success. Salesforce Digital 360. Hear from our customers at sfdc.co slash digital 360.